It's not about my my effort, you know, it's it's about the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. <gasps> Yo, 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 everybody, what is up for another episode of Vaughn and Clay All Day? I'm your co-host, Vaughn. And I'm Clay. Super pumped for this one. Absolutely, yeah. We have a great, great one here. Uh, we actually have my friend Chelsea Bailey here. Chelsea, thanks for coming on. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Well, yeah, if, if you want to, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. First of all, I have to just say something to you two first. Oh, gosh, what? <laughs> Uh-oh. Expose <laughs> us. <laughs> I just want to say how encouraged I am from both of you just for doing this podcast, for putting yourselves out there, and also you're just normal guys, and the Lord is using you, and you're saying yes. And Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things for me in my life is like the lie that you know God only works through super spiritual people, or you know the celebrities. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're pretty spiritual, but you know it's just encouraging to see regular people sharing their stories about what Jesus has done in their lives, and that's what God will use, and He'll work through people, and He wants, He's looking for people like that, and so I am. I'm just proud of you guys for doing this. Thanks so much. Dang. Shout That's out Chelsea. Come yeah. on the show. Yeah. <laughs> She's on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but that that means a lot because that was our heart behind yeah. it going in. Mm-hmm. You know, if we had one goal, number one, for people to know what Jesus did and who he is, but then to show people just that, like, we aren't experts. Mm-mm. Yeah, we don't we're have, just normal people. We're normal yeah. people, but we have a not normal God, right? Like, we yeah. have an awesome God, supernatural God that can use normal people. Oh, amen. Yep. So... Yeah, so how do I just met you, Chelsea? How did you yeah. and Vaughn get to know yeah. each other? Yeah, so it's so fun. I, I'm just in awe of God and how he connects us Same. together. Yeah, so Vaughn and I know each other back from UNO. Yeah. I was working there. I was the marketing director for the business school for several years, and Vaughn was a student mm-hmm. when I was working there. And I think we actually met first because I wrote an article about you. So we interviewed. That's right. I forgot I about interviewed that. you and I, I wrote an that. article. Yeah. It's probably on the internet we'll somewhere. We'll link it yeah. to our page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it's just like I kept seeing you. Like yeah. I would go to, I'd go get lunch at, what's uh, Stedman's? I don't oh, no. know. Somewhere in Exarban Village. Uh, e Go. Oh, yeah, because I used yeah. to work there. Yeah. So I would always go in there for lunch, and Vaughn would be working, and we would just talk, and we've we've just kept our relationship, and we've been yeah. friends, and then so we cool. just kind of reconnected recently, and it's been fun to see what God's been doing in your life, and I wanted to encourage you. And Oh, thanks. And uh, yeah, so we're just, we, we go way back to you and O days. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's so cool. That's probably, I don't remember, because I, I think I... I Went and saw you for a few things for CEO when I was yeah. at CEO too as well. Yeah. So that was, gosh, 2015, 2016. So a little bit Yeah, ago. somewhere around there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Yeah. Yep. Dang. It's, it's yeah. fun. Super pumped to actually hear what God's done in your life, Chelsea. Before we dive into that fully, can I pray over this episode really quick? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Yeah, God, Lord, just would you please be moving, God? Would your spirit be moving? And just thank you so much. For this opportunity and just thank you for the story that you've written in Chelsea's life and just the way that you've moved in her life and changed her heart and used her just to be a light for you. Yeah. God, I pray that 
whoever needs to hear this episode that they'd be drawn to this. God, and you would help us just to highlight what you've done and give you all the glory. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 All right, Chelsea. Well, I'm going to ask you the million dollar question. <laughs> How'd you come to know Jesus? Yeah, that's, that is quite a question. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's been, it's been quite a journey, but yeah, I'll just tell you a little bit about who I am and, and how Jesus has changed my life. So first of all, uh, born and raised in Omaha, Nebraska, hey, so Nebraska go. girl, <laughs> and I grew up pretty normal. I had a great great childhood and I was fortunate to have a foundation of faith growing up. So mm-hmm. my my family and I would go to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it was just something that we did and it was okay, but I never remember it extending into the other six days of the week. So mm-hmm. it was a Sunday thing. And we would go, we would sing old church hymns, a cappella. And still to this day, when I hear some of those, it just transports me back to my childhood sitting in church. You want to belt something up? (laughs) You do not want to hear me. I wish I could (laughs) sing, but I'm not gifted in that way. (laughs) No judgment. We're definitely better than us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I can say that for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I grew up in church, and I loved to dance and cheer, so I was really into that growing up. I have a younger brother, and, you know, my my elementary school days were pretty normal, and then something happened when I hit middle school, and um, I just... Puberty? <laughs> <laughs> that was part of it. <laughs> we won't get into the hormonal aspect yeah, Please don't. <laughs> But uh, middle school years, they were rough. I I was so into fitting in mm. and just wanted to be cool. I wanted to have friends, and I just followed along with what my friends did. Mm. And I just I didn't care about school. I think I remember I got a D in one of my science classes, mm. and my mom was not happy with me. And I just remember her saying, like, you need to like try a little bit harder. And I'm like, mom, grades in middle school do not matter. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of had a point. They you really, did have they a really point. Did. Yeah. <laughs> they tricked us. But, the whole time. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? <laughs> but it's just uh, an illustration of the fact that I just didn't, I didn't really care that yeah. much. I just yeah. was very into social life and boys and yeah. cheerleading and doing what I wanted to do. Mm. So my freshman year in high school, things started to change a little bit. My family and I moved to a new church, and I got really plugged into the youth group. And that's when I started to be a little bit more interested in God. And mm-hmm. for the first time, I just remember feeling convicted that I was a sinner and that mm. the things I was doing were hurting me, and they were hurting God, and they weren't yeah. they weren't His best for my life. And so I... I actually met Jesus, I would say, for the first time as a freshman in high school. Oh, wow. So I knew about him growing yeah. up. Wow. I knew God. I knew about God, right. but it became more personal to me as a freshman in high school. Let's go. Yeah. That's so cool. That's awesome. And I was baptized on Easter Sunday, nice. my freshman no year. Way. Yeah. That's and amazing. And just remember feeling so joyful that day, and it was, it was a beautiful day. I remember driving home in the car and just being like, I am new, like wow. I'm yeah. forgiven. I am yeah. a new person. And it was it was a really beautiful day. And I I know in that moment that Jesus changed my heart. I had just an awareness of his presence and mm-hmm. what he wanted to do for my life. 
Uh, and, you know, I was really focused on my outward behavior, though. Mm. I think at that age, you know, it's like, yes. okay, I'm a Christian now. So that means that I don't drink and I don't do drugs and I don't have sex. And right. I, yeah. I'm a good student and I do all the right it's things. It's so easy mm. just to get locked in on yes, yeah, the was, performance side of I it. I was so focused on performance. And that's yeah. really one of the themes of my story as I grew up dancing and cheerleading and performance was yes, a big true. thing. Yeah. And it was all about performance. And so I kind of carried that into my my Christian walk. Yeah. And I I just slowly as high school went on, you know, I just kind of I fell away. I wouldn't say I fell away, but it just I you know, I would read my Bible for a while and then I would do what I wanted to do. So yeah. I just kind of had a foot in both worlds. Like I loved Jesus, mm-hmm. but yet I I loved myself more. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted what I wanted. I've been there. <laughs> and yeah. I was stubborn and yeah. it's easy to get into the flow of the world and the culture oh, totally. and what it says for you to do. It's so and easy so, to get swept away into all of that. Yes. Yeah. And so I graduated high school and I went to college in Springfield, Missouri at Missouri State. Yes, (laughs) go Bears. (laughs) I was like, I'm done with Omaha. I want to get out and see the world in Mm -hmm. Springfield, Missouri. Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And, And so I went to school and, you know, I had a great college time in college. Mm -hmm. I had amazing friends. I was in a sorority. I, I was a little bit involved at, with Campus Crusade oh, and nice. as a freshman, went to some of the worship nights. Yeah. But as again, as college went on, mm-hmm. I just kind of fell away. I mm-hmm. didn't really go to church. I would read my Bible here and there. But mm-hmm. as it went on, I was, I was in a long-distance relationship, and I was very fixated on what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I was... Mm-hmm that relationship and just, you know, doing doing my thing in college, yeah. figuring out who I was apart from my family and my life in Omaha. Mm. And so I just went through college. I graduated in 2009. It was during the recession. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew I wanted to go to grad school, though. And so I ended up moving to Texas for a short time, I started at Texas Tech, Guns the program. Up. Guns, Guns up. up. <laughs> <The> Red Raiders. <laughs> and i that's really a turning point for me. Uh, I i got there, and I lived alone for the first time. Mm, I was away from my, my community, my sorority sisters, my friends, and I was alone in my apartment, and I only had class twice a week, and I was still clinging on to a relationship and just really hit rock bottom. Like I was miserable, I was anxious, I was depressed, and I was questioning everything. I'm like, what am I doing in Texas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate this program that I'm in. It's not for me. Yeah. I came here to look good, to perform, to get this master's degree. And really, I just mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't right. Yeah. And so uh my my dad gives me a hard time. He he Pick, he packed up a Penske truck in August, and we we drove down to Texas. And then in December, he flew down, and we packed up a Penske truck, and we drove back to oh, Omaha. Wow. Really? Yeah. So oh, wow. it was a really quick trip. Yeah. And so that's crazy. 
here I am, a, a college graduate, uh, kind of like felt like a graduate school dropout, and I'm living mm-hmm. at home with my parents in 2009, mm-hmm. or two, this is 2010 now, mm-hmm. and just like, all right, I am such a loser. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was at Barnes & Noble one day, and I was walking around, and for some reason, I, I just picked up this book. It was called The Faith Book of Jesus, mm-hmm. and it was a devotional for 20-somethings, and wow. I was reading it, and one day hmm. there was a verse in there that popped out, and God used it to really convict me and to call wow. me back to Him because I was I was lost and I was angry and I was heartbroken and I was grieving all of mm. all of the the stuff that had been going on that I hadn't dealt with. Yeah, and so that verse was Matthew sixteen twenty six, mm. and Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he says, "What good is it for you if you gain the whole world but lose your soul? Oh, is anything so worth good. more than your soul?" That's convicting. <laughs> and I read that, and in that moment, God just showed me that I was chasing after all the wrong things. Mm, I was yeah. trying to gain the whole world. I was trying to, you know, be a gain a good career and Mm. look good and chasing after relationships that I knew weren't God's will for my life. Mm -hmm. And he, in that moment, I was like, Jesus, I'm sorry. Like Mm. I, I rededicate my life to you and started going to church more. I got plugged in at a local church here and God just started to work in my life Mm -hmm. little by little. But <laughs> this is a theme. <laughs> my, yeah. uh, time went on, and you know, I was just still a little bit like straddling the line of yeah. one foot in the church, one foot gotcha. in the culture. Yeah. And and during this time, I met my husband. We we got married, and it was 2016 when we got plugged into a church, a new church, because that was one of the burdens is like, okay, I know that I need to be part of a church. Like I want to grow, yeah. but I was just afraid to do that. I was yeah, afraid. That's hard. Yeah, it was. it's just hard step. to find your place. And yeah. I was so just like afraid to share my faith. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I had all it's this scary. stuff going on inside, yeah. but I like didn't know where I fit and I was afraid. And yeah. so... And then, you know, it's hard sometimes with husbands and wives and trying to figure out, like, try to agree on where to go yeah. to church. Play, yeah. Clay knows. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. It's hard. Yeah. So that was a journey, but we got plugged in at a, a brand new church plant in 2016, uh, Providence Church. Yeah. And they are a part of the City Light family. Yeah. And my husband and I were both like, yeah, let's do it. And so we, we got into that. And that's really when I, I was like, all right, no more of this wishy-washy, mm, like, yeah. you know, casual Christianity It was is what mm, I would call it. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And so we got into a, a life group or a city group, whatever they call it. Yeah. And we, we just, I just started growing. I was growing and I was falling more in love with Jesus. I really loved the people we were with and... Meanwhile, I was working at a job where um, I was feeling restless. I was just feeling like a sense of restlessness. Mm, like so, stirring, like, yeah, like I was just yeah. like, "Is this all there is?" Mm. You know, like I'm. I have a good job. Mm-hmm. I have a stable salary, mm-hmm. and I'm doing kind of what I went to school for. I was working mm-hmm. in marketing, and 
like I had a comfortable life, you know, mm-hmm. but there was just this something that I just couldn't let go of. Like, but I, I just sat on it for a, for a year and a half and I mm-hmm. prayed and I was just like, God, would you give me some clarity and direction here? I don't want, I just don't want to jump ship to a new job yeah. and do a new job. Yeah. And so one of the things that I did, cause I, it just got to the point where I'm like, I have got to do something here. Yeah. And God had put on my heart for many years to start, a blog because I'm yes. a writer yeah. yeah, and I love writing. So cool. And so it was spring of 2018 and I was like, all right, it's been like two years. I'm just <laughs> gonna, I gotta do something. Cause yeah. you know, it's like you sit in a place where you know something has to change, but you're not doing anything different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. I've been there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I gotta start, I gotta do something. And I just take a small step, a small step. So yeah. I, I launched a blog and I started sharing Jesus. So one of the yeah. things when you when you start to grow and learn about God and grow spiritually, like I couldn't keep it in. Yes. I was like, I have all this stuff that I want to say. I have stories that I want to share. Yeah, and, I love that. And the blog was a way for me to start doing that. And it was it was terrifying. You put yeah. yourself oh, out yeah. on it's the scary. internet, yeah. kind of like this podcast. Yeah, like, you put yeah. yourself out there. Yeah, but it was also freeing mm-hmm. and. So I did that, and then it's almost like it, it just initiated this this domino effect of things changing in my life. And it was oh, like awesome. it's almost like God was waiting for me to do that. Mm-hmm. He gave me something to do, and I sat on it for a year and a half, and then mm-hmm. I did it, and then things started to change. Yeah, and so, man, there's a lot there's a lot to dig into, but I. Around that time as well, I had really sensed God say, it's time to leave your job. Mm. And that's a hard call or like, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. But in the moment, it's like, oh, dang, you know, yeah, anxiety. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what was next. Yeah. And right. I started to put my resume together. I had, you know, I had an interview, was kind of excited about it, but then that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And I was journaling one morning that... I was sensing the spirit say, it's time to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was feeling called to something else, to something different, but I didn't know what that was. Mm-hmm. So fast forward that afternoon, I came home. I, w- I would always drive home for lunch and I was sitting outside on my patio and I open up Instagram because that's what you do during <laughs> your lunch break. <laughs> right. And I had a message from a friend that I had not seen or talked to or heard from in five years. No way. Hmm. So, yeah, I this is a friend that I knew from UNO. So I actually went to UNO for grad school. I I kind of missed that part. Yeah. <laughs> but I went That's to okay. UNO for grad school. So when I got back from Texas, I started I finished my graduate program at UNO. Yeah. Nice. And I earned a master's in communication and I was a teaching assistant and I got to teach grammar and media nice. writing. And it was a blast. I loved it. My students were awesome. I learned a ton. I learned a lot about grammar. I don't know how much they learned, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they learned a lot, too. Yeah. <laughs> but it was... You need to teach us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> grammar is fun. It really yeah. is. <laughs> uh, so this message from my friend was actually a former student of mine at UNO. Mm. And the last time I saw her was in 2013. We have a picture together at graduation. Wow. And I look, ba- I look at that picture and... It it just makes me smile because yeah. God was connecting us all the way back wow. then for this cool. moment in 2018. That's so cool. It's cool. She reached out to me and was like, 
you've been on my mind and my heart about this opportunity. Wow. And it just happened to be the same day. So to Holy me, it was, Spirit. Yeah, yeah, the same day that I sensed God say, it's time to leave. Oh, so cool. And so she told me about this residency program at a church. And it was completely out of left field. I yeah. Yeah. had no idea how to process that. And wow. I, of course, look it up online quickly mm-hmm. and realize that it's a, like a, kind of like an internship mm-hmm. and i was like okay let's let's see what the salary is like and it was, <laughs> right, naturally right <laughs> and yeah. it's like you have to raise your own support yeah and i was like what, what? yeah what, what is that what does that even mean yeah. yeah and so anyway i quickly was like well that's not the, that's not it i don't yeah. know what that is but let's just go get coffee so we went and got coffee and wow. and caught up and uh we, that was a powerful meeting, and wow. so from cool. from different series of events, I just discerned that God was inviting me into this residency program, yeah. and it was completely out of left left field. Right. I never saw myself going into church ministry or mm-hmm. vocational ministry, yeah. but I I said yes, and I did it, and I started that program two years ago. So cool. And so I I just finished that program a few months ago in in May of 2020. And so that program is really what what has completely changed my life wow. and God has just transformed me and mm-hmm. and it's it was hard and there was a lot of suffering and pain but I look back and I'm just in awe of how God called me into that and what he did through it and yeah i'm my life looks totally different and i am i'm just i know that i'm here to point people to jesus in whatever way that is and he taught me that he's going to provide and he is if he calls, he's going to equip you to do something. Yes. Yeah. And, so true. Yeah. and he has so much better plans for our life than we could ever have yes. ourselves. And so I was able to let go of my plans and it was hard. And there was a lot of pain associated with that because I realized that I was really using my my job, my job title, my salary as like my identity. Like my mm. worth was found in the fact that I was a director and yeah. I, you know, I had a good job yeah. and I was a wife and, you know, I had a house mm-hmm. and I, I have a, a really cute dog and, you know, mm-hmm. we have our life together. Uh, but when I stepped away from all that into this residency program, I went from a director to an intern. Wow. I was, I was just, like realize I had no idea who I was. Yeah. Yeah. And through a series of just a lot of healing and learning about Jesus, learning about spiritual formation mm-hmm. and who who I am in Christ, it's it's changed my life. Wow. That's so amazing. Wow. Yeah. That your story is so encouraging. <laughs> yeah. And for like inspiring. Real. Like, I love Jesus has been moving in your life throughout yeah, your whole life for so long. For so long, and I'm just in awe of his patience oh, because yeah. it's like I would take a step toward him, 
Yeah. And then I would take like 14 steps away from him, you know, (laughs) little by little. I feel that. But it's so cool now. Like he's taking you to a place where you just can't even stop but sharing. Like your whole life just reflects what he's done in your life, which is so cool. Like that's what it's called to be. It doesn't need to be perfect. What it looks like is Jesus has completely changed your life and you want to tell people about that. And you're leveraging your gifts to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's inspiring. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Chelsea, thanks for for sharing your story. Um, now, it's our favorite part, the uh, question part, the roast session. Roast session. Welcome to the Valley of the Hyenas. <laughs> Ooh, uh, nervous. Be- before I get into my first question, I would just want to say how encouraged I am because, like, as I was listening to to your story, and obviously I, I've known you for a few years, like, I don't know, it's cool because, like, you're at a point, like, I remember we were talking right before you, you know, joined that residency program, you're like, Gosh, I don't know. I remember you expressing to me. I don't know exactly what you said, but you're like, I don't know what I'm doing, Vaughn. Like, I, I was terrified. Yeah, <laughs> and and like, it's funny because it, it helps encourage me because I have a similar path. You know, I worked at sales, uh, was an account manager, and then I had that calling, and then now I'm full time ministry. So I'm at that point where like I'm anxious and stuff. But like you doing that for two years, and my internship is at least two years. Like just to see the growth from a couple of years ago when you were at that moment when we were talking just it's just encouraging me because I'm, I'm like wow like you're just a woman who just wants to share the gospel and has a heart to share to share and talk about jesus so, so encouraging I'm so encouraging so i'm like well i'm excited for what the lord is going to do in my life yeah my you're life. like where i was yeah, two years ago absolutely. and i'm so excited for you you're going to look back and be like wow i can't believe all that God did and yeah, how different I am exactly. in just two years. Yeah. And yeah, so I just want to start off with that. Um, I, I wanted to start off with this question. It's pretty broad, but you know, you talked about middle school years, you were pretty rebellious. Um, do you have any idea like what made you so rebellious? Because I look back in my life, I wasn't very rebellious. Um, maybe not till about like college, but like you're so young, you know, at that time, like, what kind of like stir- what had that effect or that influence was it like culture what could you talk a little bit about that or if you remember yeah that's a great question cuz i am naturally kind of a rule follower uh-huh. like i like to to be good i'm a, an enneagram 1 for any enneagram oh, that's a, what, fans what, what, out there is that? Is that a perfectionist a perfectionist yeah. or the reformer, reformer that sounds yep. better yeah. the reformer like <laughs> yeah. i like to make things better nice and that's cool. but so yeah when i look back at myself in middle school it's it's jarring cuz i'm like who was that girl mm-hmm. i don't even recognize that girl and i think it was really i i had this desire to to fit in and I allowed the the world, the culture, my friends to kind of tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. And I just got swept away in that. I've heard I've heard someone say it like this once. If you aren't and for me I know this is true. Like when I'm not moving towards God, there's no like neutral, I guess. So like if I'm not oh, moving yeah. towards God, That's I'm good. I'm just my natural stance or my my natural state is just getting like swept away by the culture. Yeah. And so I don't know it like could you relate to that at all or yeah. Yes, that is such a good point because yeah. I believe that we're never just stagnant. We're yeah. either so, moving toward so God true. or away from God. Mm. And at that point in middle school, I didn't have God in my life. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know Jesus. I didn't exactly. have the Holy Spirit. And so all I had was my friends and yeah. I wanted love and I wanted approval and I went to bad sources. Mm-hmm. I went to 
boys and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wanted to be cool mm-hmm. and, and that was who, that's what defined me. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I think we all go through that process of like trying to find where our identity is. And yeah. so, yeah, like for me and Vaughn, who maybe were more like, quote unquote, like the rule followers, the thing is we were equally as far away from God Yeah, because totally. we were trying to build ourselves up and we were trying to find our identity in ourselves. Maybe you were looking in your friends. Either way, it's not in Christ. And it's exactly. just as dangerous, just as far away. I don't know. I think that's just like such a hard stage. You know, oh, middle school. Yeah. I have such sympathy and empathy for that stage, especially it's now hard. in 2020. You know, oh we didn't goodness. have social media back then. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I, I yeah. would have gotten in so much more trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same here. That's that, nuts. I love that what you just said, Clay. Like, because it's kind of fitting because, like, yesterday I was talking to one of my pastors and he gave me this, like, resource to study apologetics and, like, one of them, I looked up one of them last night and said, you know, what a sin, you know, and I'll read it here verbatim, but sin is doing what is wrong as well as not doing what is right. So mm-hmm. you're exactly right. Like if we're not pursuing the Lord, yeah, we're going back. Yeah. Know, we're following into our flesh. We're following into society and culture. Yeah. There's so, no neutral. No. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Yeah. So, no, we're, there's a flow. I like to think of our lives. Like there's a flow to our lives. And when we're in the flow of the culture, like it's hard to break away from that. We just have to, we get swept away in this yeah. current. Yes. And before you know it, you, you're in a really dark oh, totally. place. Yes. Snowballs. And yeah. And if it's not for Jesus, I, I don't know what would have happened to me, but when I yeah. met Jesus, we when we're connected, when our soul is reconnected with God, because we're made to be connected to God, oh, totally. He allows us to have a new flow of our life. It's this yes. living, yes. living water that we receive. So from good, Jesus. love it. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I one thing I want to sort of draw out of your story or ask you about because it's so cool. You know, Vaughn, you hit on middle school. But then you talked about how you got plugged into a youth group in high school, mm-hmm. and that sort of God used that to spark some interest for you to reconnect with Jesus or to give your life to Him. What can you remember? What it was, or like what God was doing in that time, or like I I don't know. Can you remember anything about that? Well, <laughs> it starts with a boy, uh-huh. a boy I thought was cute. So I was really boy crazy. Let's let's just <laughs> get that out of the way. So <laughs> I I went to youth group yeah. and and really I just found a sense of community there and I found people that cared about me and they wanted to get to know me and it was just a place for me to feel safe and to feel like I belonged. Mm-hmm. That was that's a big theme for me is I always was looking for my place. I wanted yeah. to belong. We all want to belong. Yes. Totally. And we so want to f- and I've always wanted to to fit in. And so the way I would do that before was I would try to fit in with with the cool kids or the crowd or what yeah. what, right. what everyone else was doing. And I think that what that youth group did for me was give me a place to belong and give me a foundation for my faith that mm. God would use over the years to build. Yeah, that's so that's good. Cool. You know, like we all want to belong somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, and I've done this, yeah, when you try to belong in the world, it's never enough. It's right? never enough. You can never do enough to be fully loved or to be fully connected. But all it takes for us to be fully connected with God is just to have faith in Christ. And he's a hundred percent there yeah. and we can never lose that. And yeah. that, yeah, that's so encouraging. It's not about what we do. It's just about trusting in him. Yeah. Yep. 
Ah, so good. Um, uh, one uh, another question that I have for you, Chelsea. Like, you talk about how performance was such a big part of your life, um, and I'm assuming that hasn't really gone away, just because it's just part of your life, right? You know, those that's a shadow or it's something in your life, right? Like, you know, being dedicated to Christ and following Christ and having a relationship with Jesus. Like, have you been able to kind of separate that from when you were? struggling with that back in whenever it was college, high school, stuff like that. Like, what does that look like now? Like, how do you like, you're, you're like aware of it and how do you like, kind of like, you know, kind of suppress it. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Performance is, is hard because mm-hmm. I am an achiever and I like to, I like to work hard. Mm-hmm. And I think even what I learned when I was in the residency program is that when you work in vocational ministry or full-time ministry, performance can be a even bigger problem. Mm-hmm. We can try well, to perform. To <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> we can try to perform our faith, yeah. uh, per- oh, perform yeah. our prayers, perform when we're speaking on the mm-hmm. stage. And so I think the biggest thing I've learned is that it's a mindset shift mm-hmm. that we're doing this not to perform, but we're doing it to worship God. Mm, yeah. And it's nothing, we don't bring anything to the table. No, <laughs> zero. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Like we are weak and yeah. we don't have that much to offer at the end of the day, but Jesus uses weak people mm-hmm. and he uses surrendered people. Amen. So, mm, so good. we have to get over ourselves. I had to get over myself. And still performance is still an issue sometimes for me. But it's about realizing that God is the one doing the work. Yeah. And it's about it's abiding in Christ. Mm-hmm. So, it's about a relationship with Christ. And when I'm allowing God to give me worth and identity and speak his love into me, and I am working from that place of I am fully loved and my value has nothing to do with my performance. Yes. That's when we can give to the world because we've received already from Jesus. Ah, So it's that place of Jesus says, abide in me. Mm-hmm. And without me, you can do nothing. Yeah, yeah. nothing. And nothing. so Jesus is that source of life. Again, he when we're connected to him, he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Yeah. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm. So that, that's that been something that has really taken root in my life. Yeah. Oh, that's fire. That's, oh, that's so <laughs> fire. <laughs> yeah, like I get into this mindset where I think, you know, okay, I can do something for God, or I, I think it's about me. Number one, God does not need to use any of us, right? Mm-hmm. He chooses to use us, mm-hmm. and that is a huge blessing, and that's like the best gift ever, but it's what he's doing through me. Mm, yeah, We bring nothing to the table, and I, that's why I love the fact that you brought up that verse. Like, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to go along with performance a little bit, there's something that I picked up on, on in your story, and you talked about your time at Texas Tech. And obviously, they, like, they have a great program, and a lot of going there is maybe because of how it would look on the outside or mm. how it would maybe set you up for the future. And I've been down this road myself, and I guess just sort of what I would like you to touch on, if you want, is, you know, you thought from the outside, like, okay, this will be awesome. You know, like, there's this is a great school. This will set me up. But 
it seems like that didn't satisfy you. And like, what, what advice would you give to someone who's maybe in that spot now, like mm. looking for the next job, looking for the next thing, that earthly thing that might satisfy them, you know, cause you've been there. I've, I've been there too. Me too. But yeah. Would you have any advice for them? Yeah. One of the things that I learned is that I was allowing other people to make decisions for me, like their ideas of what my life should look like. Yeah. And I used other people's opinions to make my own decisions. Mm. And that's dangerous. Yeah. It's good to get advice from people and to have people speak into your life. Mm -hmm. But I allowed, I elevated other people's ideas of what I should be doing. And I used that to make my decision. And I, I learned that I, I didn't invite God into it. I just mm -hmm. made a decision based on what I wanted and what I thought was cool and what would look good. Yeah. And it made sense in a worldly way. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, I'm going to get this really good degree. I can write my ticket anywhere. I mm -hmm. think that's what one of my professors told me. You yeah. can write your ticket anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, well, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I didn't invite God into it that I can remember. And, and so I got there and, yeah, everything I thought in my head, I had this vision of what it was going to be like and how glamorous it was going to be. Yeah. And I'm in Texas and and I'm sitting in my apartment on a Friday night and watching football and eating Buffalo Wild Wings. It's <laughs> just nice. really lonely. <laughs> and yeah, that's hard. Yeah. And I was like, huh, well, this isn't, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. And so I learned through that experience that I was running from God. I wasn't inviting God into my decision making. Mm, mm. And cause I thought I had a, I, I thought I could do it better. Mm. I had this vision for my life and I crashed and burned. And, and that's when God was able to come in and turn it around. Cause yeah. I was like at the bottom and I'm like, okay, God, well, this isn't working out and I need you. And, and he was right there waiting to, to turn my life around, but I had to be willing to surrender my own vision and my own plans for him. Yeah. Wow. I think you said that so well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I don't know if you would agree with this, but from what I've seen in my life, because I've been down that same path of really trying to do things to fit with uh, what other people think is important. And what I've found is I could be in the best, quote unquote, best earthly circumstance mm -hmm. without God. And that's going to lead me to have absolutely zero joy and zero satisfaction in that. But I could be going through the worst earthly circumstance, but if Christ is there with me, that's all I need, right? Yeah. Like that's where our joy is going to be found. And it's so easy for me to get lost looking to build myself up. But I don't know. I mm -hmm. think that's so cool what God taught you through that, how he was able to bring you into a place where you're like, okay, I have one place to turn to and it's Jesus. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that's amazing. Yeah, it was painful, but, it's hard. <laughs> but necessary. Yeah. And I learned so much. It's like, that was a, a moment of failure. I felt like a failure. Mm -hmm. And that's when Jesus was was right there. Yes. And he, he was with me and he loved me. And he had plans for me that I couldn't see at that moment. Mm. Yes. That's good. Um, I know we, we mentioned something about like wishy-washy or casual Christian could you briefly re-explain what that means to you and like how does someone not you know kind of get out of that and just become more 
don't know, I guess spirit led and uh, Jesus centered. Like, could you kind of explain that and then how you were able to kind of get out of that little rut? That is such a good question. I think it's an important topic. Mm-hmm. Just the casual Christianity or comfortable Christianity, mm-hmm. especially for us here in America, where it's been relatively easy to go to church on yeah. Sundays, but then do your own thing every other day. Yeah, And it was just a, a over time, a progression of conviction. Like I am a Christian mm-hmm. and I believe that I, you know, I was saved in high school, but would anybody know by mm. looking at my life, mm. do they know that I'm a Christian? Yeah. Do they know, you know, what, what, my life looks, I came to a point where I was like, my life looks the same mm. as everybody else's around me. And as, as disciples of Jesus, you mm-hmm. know, we are called to be in the world, but not of the world. Yes. And so that was just a, a process for me of, I don't want to be a casual Christian. Like I want to be on fire yeah. for Jesus, mm-hmm. but I was so afraid. I was afraid of what people would think. I was afraid to share. I was afraid of the people who knew me when I wasn't so Christ-like. And then yeah. what What are they going to think of me oh, when yeah. I'm talking about Jesus all of a sudden, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I think it's, it is, we have to make a decision. You can't be... You can't be in both camps. You yeah. have to, at some point, you have to cut ties with your flesh, your your life in the world and say, Jesus, I want you. Yes. And I surrender to you. And I really think I, I only did that about four years ago. Yeah. And he was there all along. And and I think there's a lot of a lot of Christians or a lot of people who go to church and they think you know, oh, I'm I'm going to church. I'm trying to be a good person. Like that's mm. enough. And like none of us are good enough on our no, own. No, no. Nope. <laughs> we can't we can't do enough good works. And we we have to we have to we need Jesus. Yes. And we have to admit, like, I, I can't do this without you, Jesus. And, yeah. And so that's when that's when things will change. When yeah. you when you put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, I love that. And yeah. I was in that place too. And sort of going through a time like you're going through when you were at Texas Tech, I was in that same kind of place when I was in Florida. Yeah, And I had that point where God sort of revealed to me like, are you gonna choose to follow me or are you gonna choose to follow the world? And it wasn't easy and that's not like anything that I did to get to that place. Like that was the Holy Spirit moving. But it, through that, God revealed to me like, if you really believe who I am, like if you know how good I am, mm-hmm. why would you want everything else? Like, because my mind was just on all in all of these earthly things. Mm. But when you know how good Jesus is, you see how far short you're selling yourself. You know, like, yeah, Jesus can offer so much more than the world can offer. Oh yeah, yes, totally. And I've I've experienced that personally over the last year, especially just the joy and the freedom and the peace that is found in Jesus, just his presence, regardless of my circumstances, he is enough Yeah, and he satisfies Yes, Mm -hmm. and he brings us everything that we long for because he created us. He Mm -hmm. knows what we need and he wants to give that to us once we 
allow him to. Yes. Yeah, so good. I love that. Yeah. And so for anyone listening, if you're wondering, what do I do if I'm going through a hard time or I'm looking to the world for all my joy, just take it from all of us. We've all tried that before. Yeah. Go to Jesus, you know, and mm-hmm. easier said than done, but reach out to one of us too. We can point you in the right direction. We can pray for you. And we aren't saying that to oversimplify it, but we know it, it actually is that simple. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to make it complicated, but God has everything we need. Yeah. There's a scripture that I love that Jesus is saying, come to me, all you who yes. are weary yeah. and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Uh. And that's that. all of us. We're yeah. all weary. I think we we can all relate to that right now. And Jesus is saying, come. Yes. And that's his invitation. Open invitation. Come to me and I will give you rest. And his rest isn't the rest that the world gives. No. It's a a soul rest. It's a deeper rest yes. that doesn't Amen. rely on the world and the circumstances. He uh, is steady and he is constant and he's unchanging. So good. Yeah. yeah. Matthew 11, right? Matthew 11. Yeah. yeah. I want to read it for anyone listening and people who maybe aren't too familiar with scripture, but come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. Yeah, it literally says for your souls. Mm. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. There's nowhere and, in the world we can find that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes going back to the casual Christianity, we go to church and we 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 go to religion, but we don't go to Jesus. Mm. And there's oh, a yeah. difference there. A hundred percent. Yeah, if you haven't right? listened to our, our uh, religion relationship episode, that's exactly what we talked about. So that's good. so good. Yeah. Yeah. I think one one part of your story, Chelsea, that I think is really cool is when God called you or sort of put it on your heart that the job that you were at at that time, he was like, okay, maybe this isn't the job you're going to continue to be at, but you didn't know what the next couple steps would look like. Walk us through that process of trusting God, because even Mm. when you knew that he was calling you into doing the residency at Christ Community, even then, obviously, that's still hard to trust right? Because you don't know what that looks like. How are you able to take that step? You know, like, I I admire that. I think it's awesome that you did that. And clearly that's what God wanted, looking through the way that he's grown you and used it. But walk us through that or for anyone who God's maybe calling them into something, but they're like, "Eh, I I don't Mm -hmm. know if I want to do that. That's sort of uncomfortable, which that was for you. How did you do that? Good question. (laughs) Yeah, I think looking back, God gave me so many, so many signs and so many little things along the way. And he was, he was preparing my heart for that decision for a year and a half. And I didn't know that at the time, Mm, but looking back, I know that now he was preparing my heart. So I remember in November of 2016, I, I, I'm a journaler. I, I journal so much and mm-hmm. I would recommend that for anybody listening. I know some people don't think that they're a journaler, but you can look back and see a record of God's faithfulness. And oh, I, I write really cool. down yeah. what I think, what I think the Holy Spirit is telling me. I write down events, I write down dates. And so I wrote down in my journal in November of 2016 that I I just felt like I wasn't in the right job and mm-hmm. I mm. I there was this restlessness and I had 
I even wrote, I had visions of myself as like an encourager in the faith or a writer, and but I had no idea how to get there. And, yeah. wow. and I just, so God started that journey and I was praying into it. And so by the time this came up, even though it was out of the blue when I received that message from my friend, mm-hmm. it, it was confirmation because I had just been journaling that same morning again. Like, I feel like I wow. need to leave my That's job. so cool. And then God did that. And then we had coffee the next week with my friend. And I got in my car after that, and there was a song that came on. Oh. Different by Micah Tyler. Okay. I don't know if, if you've heard it, know. but look it up. It's okay. one of my favorite songs. And I that song came on, and it's really about a prayer. Like, God, I want to be different. I want to be changed till all of me is gone and mm-hmm. all that remains is a okay. fire so bright yep. the whole world can say that there's something different yeah, in me. Yeah, that's so good. And God used that song, and I was bawling in my car. Like, I was oh, just, like, wrecked. I bet. Yeah, I would have been. <laughs> and, wow. and I, like, took the rest of the day off work because I'm like, I can't yeah. even deal. Like, I wow. have to I have to figure out what's going on here. So so that those were some big moments. And then I just took the next step. I was like, okay, I, I need to look into it. I had a, another meeting with someone at the church. I ended up applying for the program. I was like, but I was still unsure. And then then it was one day I decided, I, I got accepted to the program and that freaked me out. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm not gonna do it. And I decided one day I wasn't gonna do it. And I felt like a lot of like peace, honestly. I was like, really? Oh. I'm I'm off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then I just couldn't let it go. And I yeah. so I prayed into it more. You know, my husband and I were praying together because yeah. my husband at first was like, I don't think that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. mom said, I don't think that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the more I prayed, there was one day when I was at work, I was walking around the building and I just I learned that later on that what I had was what what one of my professors called an inner movement. But like when the spirit hmm. is moving and you just know something and I just felt yes. this peace that I needed to do it, that I could say yes. I had like suddenly a courage to say yes. Like I know this is God and I'm going to take this huge risk and because hmm. I want to know God and I want to live a faithful life. I want to live a life of adventure and mm-hmm. I want to live a life of risk. Yeah. And I do believe it's God. I don't think we're ever going to know like 100%. Yeah. I maybe, but for me, I that was all I needed to say, okay, I'm going to do this. Wow. That's really encouraging. And I was still terrified. So that's the thing. Yeah. It's like I was scared and I there was some doubt still, but I had enough confirmation from God to say yes, yeah. to do it. Cuz what do I have to lose? Yeah. You right. know, I I mean, I had a lot to lose, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I lost, you know, my salary and all of that. And that was sad. Uh, But I have gained so much more. The relationships that I've made. Yeah. My relationship with God, my faith, just everything is is different and better. So it's that song by Micah Tyler. God, Mm. he has done that in my life. Yeah. Wow. And Oh, good. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's really encouraging because sometimes when God puts something on your heart, sometimes at first, maybe the people around you won't get it. Yes, but exactly. That still, like, I love how you walked in obedience and you went through with what God had for you. Yeah. Because yeah. that can be hard, you know? And I'm sure they were supportive once you clarify, like, this is what God is calling me into. But at first, that's tough. 
Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't make any sense yeah. from a worldly perspective. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, no. What are you yeah, doing? Totally. Yeah. Like, I thought I, and then, you know, when I was in the program at first, it was, it was awful. I was, it was, it was really yeah. hard. And right. I was like, I'm going backwards. Like, what am I doing here? Yeah. You know? And <laughs> it, it was a wrestle. So I'm not trying to make it sound glamorous. Yeah. No, but I love the way that you laid that out. Yeah. No, I love the openness and that. And I, I love how you said like, or like, it's like, instead of looking at it from like, what do I have to lose more? So what, what can I gain from this? Right. Yes. And that's, and, and most of that is that relationship, strengthening that relationship with, with the Lord. And that's far more important than anything else you would have, you lost, right. Your salary or, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Any stuff. earthly stuff. Exactly. Um, and I want to, Back to that verse or yes. that passage in Matthew 16. Yes. yes. That's what I was thinking of. You too. were reminding me, Jesus says, if you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But mm. if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. Yeah, exactly. So it's that backwards way yes. of if you wanna if you wanna find your life, you have to to surrender your life to me. And I'm gonna give you abundant life, better life your true life, yeah. the life yes. that I have planned for you. Yes. Oh, and at so first, if you're following God into something, it sort of is encouraging at first if the people around you are like, wait, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it, because God's going to call you in to do things that don't make a lot of sense from an earthly perspective. Yep, totally. You know, if they're checking you with scripture or something, that's a different story. But if they're just like, whoa, are you sure? Like, what you have going on right now is pretty good. Are you sure you want to do that? Like, yeah. you know, that's probably the Holy Spirit. Yeah, might be a good sign. That might be a good sign, Honestly, you know? yeah. No, yeah, that, it yeah. takes love, it takes time and discernment can, to yeah. figure that out. And prayer, oh yeah, yeah. I love how you confirm that with prayer. Mm -hmm. That's huge. absolutely. But sometimes God might call you into something that might confuse some people. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, don't let that stop you. Yeah, no, totally. No, that's and you know, you know, I told you why how I got to my position, you know, and because uh, I I I resonate with that fully. Like I was killing it, you know, sales. <laughs> like it was still hard. Because like they're expecting us to hit quota, even though there's a pandemic going on, <laughs> yeah. and I was still able to do so, and I was so I was doing I was doing great, but like I had that pull, and then you pray over it, and just like wow, like and then the people around me were like, "What are you like my my family? Like, are you sure? You know, stuff like that." But yeah, you make a good point, Clay. That it could be like a good sign, and so for anyone listening, like if you have that pull, or you know, maybe you're working in nine to five or or whatever, like. I just, I just pray, pray you just, just listen to the Lord and, you know, mm -hmm. lean you into know. that. Yeah. Yes. Lean into that. Explore it. Explore yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's no harm in exploring it. Yeah. Nope. Exactly. Because what you have to lose is earthly stuff. What we can gain is, you know, eternal, right? Eternal stuff is strengthening your relationship with, with God. Mm -hmm. I, I do want to ask who's, who was that lady? Because it was, it was cool how you said that she just messaged you. After like five years of you haven't really contacted with her out of the blue. What's her name? I'm gonna give her a shout out. Tiffany. Tiffany, come on the show. <laughs> shout out Tiffany. Tiffany. Shout out Tiffany. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> but for real, yeah. Like that's so cool because you're praying for an opportunity and then an opportunity came up. Yeah. That's it's not a coincidence. Tiffany, when I met her for coffee, I remember her saying I, she says like, I don't believe in coincidences. And I was yeah. like, huh. Mm -hmm. Like I had to like think about that. <laughs> And, but I, I really, I, I have to agree. Like there's, I don't consider these things coincidences. Mm -hmm. It's God. He's, he's orchestrating it and nothing is, uh, no detail is too small for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. It's like, I just, I love analogies, Chelsea, and I'm just thinking of one right now, just stirring in my brain, but like, we're not, we're not kings of the chessboard. We're pawns, you know, like we're just like mm. someone, you know, mm-hmm. the Lord's using us, you know, so often we think we're something that has more <laughs> better moves or, or <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. We think we're in charge of our life and yep. we, God gives us free will to make decisions, yeah, you know, totally. But he is still guiding and moving and his purposes will be done. And he, he works through people, even people who don't know him or people who oh, yeah. aren't perfect, which is all of us. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Totally. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think you're going to ask this, Clay, or something about, I know you have a blog, so I want to give a shout out to that too as well. We'll, we'll link that yeah, in our social media. Definitely. Do you want to share what the name of your blog thanks. is for anyone yeah. that wants to look at it? Sure. My website's just my name, so chelsealbailey.com, and I I have, yeah, I write articles on there, and I also just launched a, a weekly email devotional where oh, nice. I share just a little passage of scripture and some teaching and encouragement, so you can sign up for that on my website for free. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool, and something I wanted you to talk about a little bit is I always get really fired up, or I think it's really cool, and people use their different giftings to glorify Christ, mm-hmm. to share the gospel. And I think it's awesome. You're using your ability to write and to communicate. What made you want to take that step to do that? Or yeah. how did God call you into that? Because I know there are people listening who maybe God's calling them to take a step to use one of their gifts to glorify him, but that's that can be a scary, scary step. Yeah. You know? So you want to break that down a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So God created us in his image. So I believe we're all creative and we all have gifts and talents that he's given us. And we are, we are made to use those to help other people and to glorify God. And so writing has always been a a theme in my life. I've been a writer for my whole career. And even when I was younger, I would write in my diary and Mm -hmm. write short stories. So I've really honed that skill. My bachelor's degrees in professional writing and I have a master's in communication and and even God has used all of those experiences to train me and teach me how to write and so for a while I was like when I was learning about God I wanted to share it and I was yeah. like well there's the internet which is awesome and anybody can start a blog or a website and so I just did it and so it's just something that I had felt a prompting to do and I finally was able to do it. And it's been so freeing and fun to see what God has done with that. And just the people, like I was looking the other day, you know, there's people from like different countries who have yeah. come to wow, the website. So, cool. so you never yeah. know what God will do yeah. with just a little bit. Even yeah. with this podcast, it's like, Whatever is in your hand, whatever gift God has given you, he wants to multiply that to a hundredfold harvest. Yeah. I believe that. Totally. Uh, Yeah. I love your obedience just to follow him into that. And yeah, to our listeners, whatever your gift is, Mm -hmm. we just encourage you, pray into what it would look like for God to use that. You know, for Chelsea, it's her ability to communicate and write. Me and Vaughn are certified clowns. Clowns. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. thinking. Wait, Wait, what? (laughs) No, we're just big dorks, but but God can still use that. So if God can use us, he can use you. That's for sure. Yeah. 
it's but, not an accident the gifts that you have the passions whatever you think about what you would do if yeah. if you you know couldn't fail whatever that is yeah. explore yeah. that but, and you never know what what will come of it I, yes i agree or, or it's not an accident me and claire are clowns <laughs> god put that on He'll purpose even, for us. god can even use yeah. clowns exactly so. <laughs> but no uh on a serious note like i agree 100 percent like like realize what your strengths are and the gifts that the Lord has given you and play into those and like to leverage the gospel, you know, leverage his kingdom here on earth. So that's awesome. Um, I have one more. It's not a uh, kind of a question. You talked about this before we recorded. I want you to tell the audience about your pumpkin pie thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is embarrassing. I, I was telling Vaughn and Clay earlier that I was listening to their podcast couple days ago just preparing and getting to know them a little more and i was also baking at the same time and i don't really bake much but i was baking some pumpkin bread for my friend's birthday and i was listening to the podcast and putting everything together and it was going great and i pop it in the oven and look up and the can of pumpkin is just sitting on the counter (laughs) (laughs) and so i blame it on the podcast i was just so zoned in on your podcast so don't podcast and bake (laughs) it's dangerous but i was able to save it i took the i took it out mixed the pumpkin in and all was well so yeah that's that's, awesome so yeah if you've made it to this point of the episode hit chelsea up she'll give you a free order of her famous pumpkin bread minus the pumpkin yes get bread but it'll be really good (laughs) yes and something to close with that god has just put on my heart yes i I think I talked about earlier, just my desire to fit in and to find Mm, a place. And God has really kind of taken, taken that desire and shown me recently that, that he, he has been working to put me in the place that I'm supposed to be. And Mm. he uses us in all the places that he puts us. So wherever you are, you're there for a purpose. And also I just feel like there's somebody who's listening who you need to hear, like God has a place for you. Mm. Jesus says in John 14 that I have, my father's house has many rooms. And if it weren't so, why would I tell you that I'm preparing a place for you? So Jesus says, I have a place for you. And it's, it's in his kingdom and he has purpose and plans for you. And that comes through you just saying yes. So he's reaching out and he has, he has plans and a purpose for your life. And he just wants you to say yes. Oh, wow. I love that. Yeah. That's so encouraging even to us. So yeah, thanks for sharing that. So good. Yeah. Um, before Clay, before you close us out or me or both of us, um, I, I had this just scripture was on my brain, but it was just, uh, Second Corinthians five seventeen, you know, like therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed; behold, the new has come. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just want like I don't know. It's just been encouraging to hear your story, and like because I love doing this because it just reminds me of just the work that the Lord has done in my own life. And so, anyone listening, just like just be encouraged that like even if you're on the fence or like, or even if you are a believer, like. Yeah, you know, you're a new creation in Christ. And that's oh, so much fruit in that, you know, like. Amen. Yeah. yeah. The old, he can make the old brand new. Yes. And, and it's not just about being saved for one day in heaven. Like he has so much purpose for us now. Like yes, we enter so eternal true. life now and we live in his kingdom now. And 
he comes not to just give us life, but life to the full. And that means wholeness and healing and freedom and yeah. just newness of life. Yeah. So good. So good. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, before we sign off, what we love to do just to close it off is ask, how can we be praying for you? Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Your story is so encouraging. Yeah. And I know this will be a blessing to many people, but how can we pray for you and how can anyone listening be praying for you in this season? Wow. Well, thank you so much, first of all, for having me on, Vaughn and Clay. I'm so encouraged by you and this podcast and just what God's doing in your life and what he's going to do through this. Thank and you. thanks for asking about that. You know, I'm I'm in a season where I I've have been working for myself, being mm-hmm. self-employed and freelance writing, mm-hmm. but uh, recently I feel God has really confirmed and personally called me to full-time ministry. And so mm. I'm just praying into what that looks like. And um, I I wanna share Jesus and glorify him wherever I'm at. So yeah. I would say good. just... Direction. Yeah, guidance. Or guidance, yeah. Clarity, boldness. All the above. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the ability to to wait on God's timing yeah, and to yeah, say yes to the good. opportunities he's given me. That's awesome. Yeah, well, amazing. I can uh, go ahead and pray us out and then uh, Clay, you could close us here. But yeah, join me here. Yeah, King Jesus, thank you so much for for Chelsea. Um, Just thank you for just the work that you do in her life and have done in her life and are doing in her life, Lord. Lord, for anyone listening, that they just be as encouraged as me and Clay have felt um, in this in this moment, this time, uh, just getting to know Chelsea more and and getting to know you more, Lord. Uh, Lord, I pray for for anyone uh, listening to that you know if there's anything that resonated or anything that they can wrestle with or are wrestling through, Lord, that you just just break through, help answer any of those prayers and requests, Lord. Um, Lord, I pray specifically for just a future for for Chelsea. Um, you know, I don't know what what that is, but Lord, I, I fully trust and believe that you do, Lord, and I know she does. So, Lord, just give her give her uh, patience and and just to to trust in your timing, Lord. Um, so, Jesus, thank you so much for for this opportunity for us to come together, uh, spend time, and just honestly talk about you. Um, how good it is, and and thank you for just your you dying on the cross for for all of us, so that we can have a relationship with you, uh, and spend eternity with you uh, after life on this earth, Lord. Uh, thank you so much, Jesus. In your name, we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah it's been thank so you. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on to our awesome listeners. Thank you so much for listening into another episode. Mm-hmm. If you want to come on the pod, or if you have any questions you want us to answer, feel free to reach out to us. We would love to talk to you. But yeah, have a great week. We love you guys. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Peace.